Hello and welcome to this week's ISIS Energy Podcast. I'm Patrick Sykes and I'm joined today by Alex Thakra, Deputy Editor of our weekly LNG report, GLM, uh, to talk about the European Commission's recently launched investigation into Qatari LNG. So the Commission's launched this investigation into whether or not Qatar's supply contracts with European buyers contain these these destination clauses, is that right? Yeah, that's correct. So um, this investigation came to light last week and it involves the European Commission investigating, as you say, whether uh, Qatar Petroleum and its subsidiaries, so Qatar Gas um, mainly, whether their long-term contracts, so this is 20 to 25-year contracts, um, with a number of European gas and LNG importers contain uh, territorial restrictions. And what, what exactly are they? Yeah, so what that means um, in practice is certain clauses within contracts which will prevent the resale of gas or LNG within the European economic area. So, for example, say you're a European buyer who has a long-term contract with Qatar, um, you agree to bring in a certain volume of LNG from Qatar into a European terminal. Um, potentially, uh, if there's a certain clause in the contract, you may not be able to sell that LNG onto a different market within Europe, um, or you, you might not you might not be able to, s- to sell a certain volume of it on um, to another country within Europe as well. Which I guess just decreases your flexibility as a, a reseller, right? Exactly, exactly. And I mean, the key thing is um, these these clauses are supposed to be um, banned un- under EU law um, mm-hmm. because they kind of uh, prevent the free flow of energy um, within the, the European market, which is one of the European Commission's main focuses, I think, when launching this investigation. The Commission wants to complete the internal energy market and kind of remove barriers to, to gas and energy trade and energy trade within within the market. Okay, and and what interest would a supplier, Qatar or anyone, have in putting these kinds of clauses in in the first place? What, how does it help them? So, so kind of historically, a lot of these long-term energy contracts are going back many years. They would have had destination clauses and restrictions in place. Um, if you think of Qatar, they're one of Europe's major, well, they're the largest LNG exporter to Europe. Around 40% of Europe's LNG imports come from Qatar. So Qatar sells LNG into various European markets. So, um, yeah, many, many countries. Um, And if you think they have quite large market share, you wouldn't want to compete with your own supply into other countries. So say you're selling LNG into country X and also to country Y, you wouldn't want necessarily somebody to resell that LNG from country X into country Y and compete with your other supplies into there. So that, that, that could be one, one of the motivations. Really. Okay, and what's the outlook for the case? I mean, how long could it take? What kind of result might we expect? So it's probably going to take quite a long time, judging by similar cases that have been taken previously. So it's quite interesting that this case has started right on the back of the conclusion of a major antitrust case involving Gazprom, so Europe's largest gas pipeline supplier. Um, I mean, that case took... I think it was six years and it only just finished recently um again it's that was a, a very complex case and there were lots of difficulties uh, political difficulties in in ukraine around kind of 2014 time which probably lengthened the process a bit but um i expect this case will take a long time as well i mean a number of years there's a lot of interested parties involved a lot of companies a lot of people who 
uh, yeah, are going to be interested in the process. So it's probably going to take a long time. Yeah, when when Qatar is such a big supplier, I guess that just multiplies the number of contracts that they have to investigate. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And and if you look at step away from the energy market for a minute and look at other European Commission cases, which look at kind of dominant market players, I think there was a case with Google, um, which took about five years as well. So it's just, yeah probably a long-term thing <laughs> not a fast process and if the commission does find any wrongdoing what kind of punishment penalty mm. might we expect uh, so i think the minimum penalty is probably going to be to force qatar to get rid of all of the offending clauses in the contracts um that's what happened with gazprom and also with other cases going back like 10 20 years there's cases with sonatrack algeria's sonatrack and also nigeria lng but there's also scope for the commission to levy a, a fine on Qatar as well. I think I think the maximum fine they can levy is up to 10% of global turnover. And does this tell us anything more broadly about the direction of the LNG market these days? I think there's been a general trend towards greater contract flexibility. Japan as well has been making moves to get rid of destination clauses in, in its contracts. And this, this is the largest LNG buyer in the world. Um, so it is very much a global trend towards greater contract flexibility. And the, I mean, that should also encourage greater trade within the LNG market and mean that the LNG market becomes more commoditized over the coming years. Fantastic. So one to watch definitely for Europe and beyond, it seems. That's all we have time for today. But do check out our website, www.isis.com, for all the latest news and analysis of this and much more. Thanks for listening. Thank <laughs> you.